afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. For those on the Facebook feed today, you're getting me from a different angle because in a few minutes we're going to have a room full of uh, young ladies in here. The uh, softball team from Texas A&M, Texarkana, is going to be in mass in studio when uh, when they arrive here. They just in the last hour found out their... Um, their seating and their location for the NAIA softball championship tournament, and uh, they uh, they had to do their um, their I won't say annual because I don't think it's an annual thing, but kind of their ritual routine of jumping in the pond at Spring Lake Park when they get good news. And so um, after they uh, sat and watched, and I actually sat and watched the. Uh, uh, selection show on YouTube for NAIA. And uh, the the story then was they were going to run on out to Spring Lake Park. They were going to dive into the uh, pond out there. They were going to hopefully dry off, maybe get some of the crud out of the uh, the clothing, and then come on in and sit down to do a little, uh, little time with us. So we're going to wait on them for a little bit. You'll see Tony Kirk's chair is empty. He's not here today on the road uh, retrieving the daughter from Lubbock and bringing her back to Texarkana for the summer since school is over now at uh, Texas Tech. So he's not with us today. He'll be back in tomorrow morning. I'm assuming probably Barry Norton tomorrow since it will be Wednesday for Kirk and Company. First half of the show, Tamu T softball. Second half of the show today, Riley Fincher is going to be in studio, the baseball coach for Pleasant Grove. We're going to have him sitting down for the second half an hour, talk about the season that just concluded, and certainly talk about the impact of the bond issue that passed this past weekend over at Pleasant Grove and how that's going to impact uh, the Hawks baseball program and softball program and uh, how long of a journey this has been to get to this place where it looks like we can finally move away from Pleasant Grove Middle School for baseball and get it onto the campus of Pleasant Grove High School. So we got a full show of potential guests. Of course, I'm sitting here in an empty room right now talking to myself, but over the next uh, hour or so, we should have a handful of folks in here. How about some updated news things? We've had a couple of correspondents on the ground in Georgetown, down near Austin, where the Texas High Boys Golf Team was competing today in the state boys golf tournament championships and um well it's not been great news the uh final scores that we heard for the top four golfers that uh, texas high sent down to austin uh, thomas curry shot a 76 today uh let's see john davis shot an 81 jackson patterson an 80 and jack patterson in a 77 or jack wilson rather 77 so they were a little bit higher today than yesterday. Course was a little windy today. Uh, both uh, Billy Lavender and Jay Davis said much, and so the scoring kind of went up for the Tigers. I did not see scores for the other teams and for the other golfers, but down eight and having to make a run over three teams in front of them, tall task for the Tigers. None of them shot under par today, so we're going to make the assumption they probably did not overtake the uh, the three schools in front of them, I think Highland Park A and B, and I can't remember who was leading the pack, but um, not a bad day. You get down to Austin, you compete in a state anything championship, and it's an awesome deal. Uh, and so for Texas High, fell a little short today, but ended up in the uh, the final pool of golfers down in the state tournament. So congratulations to uh, to those guys. Awesome year. And uh, they get uh, Curry back for another year. He is just a, a junior. Uh, Davis is just a freshman, I believe. And so uh, we'll look for 
even uh, maybe better golf next year. And really, congratulations, Jack Wilson, at a really nice final tournament of his high school career. So, way to go. Um, let me see. Oh, I, you know, speaking of, of, of state stuff, and by the way, number's 903-735-9905. Uh, speaking of state stuff, tip of the hat to Hooks High School. And this is going to be a non-athletic thing, but I coach the event too, and I know how difficult it is. And so uh, congratulations to Hooks UIL Social Studies team, which made its way down to Austin this past weekend. They didn't win. And in fact, they didn't place in the money as a team. They finished fourth, I believe, uh, but had two competitors who meddled. And uh, trust me when I say it gets very serious at UIL academic events, just like it does as uh, at athletic events. And the competition is so stout. 3A, 4A, 5A in particular are just very very committed to doing academic stuff just as well as you do athletic stuff. I, I don't know as much about 2A and about 6A. I uh, just don't spend as much time dealing with them, but the three fours and fives, having done them over my uh, career in education, they take it seriously, and the Hornets had an outstanding year and got themselves down there for the uh, State Social Studies UIL Championship uh, event as well. So way to go. Hornets. All right. Uh, tonight, of course, we've got uh, NBA basketball going on again tonight. The Mavericks back in action today as they will uh, take on Phoenix game number five. That series now tied at two games apiece. The uh, two teams kind of slugging it out. Suns win the two at home in Phoenix. Mavericks come back, win the two at home in Dallas. And uh, this is all about you win on the road, you, you've got the upper hand in this thing. Hold and serve for the Mavericks does not help them. They are not the team with the home court advantage. They're going to have to steal one in Phoenix at some point in time. They came off two really good games, and for Phoenix, two really bad games. In particular, the uh, Game 4 performance by Chris Paul, just not up to his standard. Fouled out five points in the uh, in the evening. You figure it's going to be a better night for uh, Chris Paul at some point in time. So uh, the Mavericks are going to have a little work to do to get through game number five. If they don't, they come back to Dallas for game six. They try to retie the thing up, and then it's all a one-game series at that point in time. But the Mavericks are going to have to steal a game on the road. Boston did that last night, went into Milwaukee, outscored the Bucks in the fourth quarter. I think it's the first time in the playoffs you see the uh, absent Chris Middleton really hurting Milwaukee as they just did not have that second score, Drew Holiday with too many shots, and that usually means too many missed shots, and Giannis just can't carry that team by himself. So that series is tied at two games apiece, and that one heads back um, to Boston now with a tied series. And the Warriors, I stayed up late watching the Warrior game last night. Golden State never led in this game against Memphis, who was playing without John Morant yesterday. So you kind of expected the advantage would be the Warriors since Memphis did not have its leading score. But the um, the reality is the, the the Warriors just know how to win, and they just outlasted Memphis, didn't get a lead until the last 45 seconds of the game, and then didn't give it back up again and lived and won from the free throw line. You put Steph Curry on the line six times for six free throws in the last 45 seconds, he's going to make six out of six free throws. He did. Grizzlies never could catch back up again, and now they're down three games to one. 
the Warriors have stolen home court advantage. Just what we're talking about the Mavericks needing to do. The Warriors have stolen home court advantage away from the Grizzlies. And uh, if I was a betting fool, if I had any money, I'd put it on the Warriors. And uh, I would put it on the Warriors to win the West right now. And I know there are folks who are Maverick fans who believe it's Dallas's year. Certainly the coach of the Suns just won coach of the year today. He and his team had a great season. But if you ask me for one series, it's Golden State. I think the Warriors are going to come out of the West. I don't know if they'll beat whoever comes out of the East, if it's Miami, if it's Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. But uh, I think the Warriors are the best in the West, and they get a chance to uh, go to Memphis and wrap up the series on the road this uh, later on this week. And uh, that would not surprise me in the least. They just... They're too good, they're too poised, they're too veteran, and they got a real good concept of what's going on to win a basketball game and, more importantly, to win a basketball series. Uh, I saw this yesterday. Take it for what it's worth. The mayor of Dallas – I spent a long time reading this. The mayor of Dallas wants another professional football team in the Metroplex. Now, chew on that one for a minute. Of course, the Cowboys are king – throughout the state the mayor of dallas says the metroplex is about to move into the number three spot dallas is about to pass apparently chicago and move into the number three spot for the largest third largest city in america and of course that's dallas fort worth combined he says we're big enough and we've got enough people that we ought to have two football teams in the nfl in this community now, his argument was this. Think of the best franchises in their sports. And not necessarily the teams that have won the most championships, because obviously the Cowboys wouldn't count in that conversation. But think of the franchises that are the, the bell cows of their leagues. The Yankees, the Lakers. Those are the, and again, not winning championships necessarily, but still they are the the standard bearer for their leagues. Both of those franchises have competing teams in their cities. The Mets are in New York, the Clippers are in Los Angeles, and everybody gets along fine. You got Clipper fans, you got Laker fans. You got Yankees, you've got Mets fans. Why can't Dallas have a second NFL team? And now remember, while we call them the Dallas Cowboys, they're not really in Dallas. They're out in Arlington. And I think his argument is, I think we need an NFL team in the city, in Dallas itself, which, of course, you'd want that in Dallas itself. It's a huge revenue generator. Why wouldn't you? He says, and he throws it out in front of Jerry Jones' nose, why would Jerry Jones be threatened by this? He's got the most popular, most valuable franchise in the NFL. And popular doesn't mean necessarily the best, but most popular. Their jerseys will typically go into the top 10 almost every time. And why can't we have a second franchise in the Dallas area? So, chew on that one, Cowboy fans. Tell me what you think on that. Hang on a second. I got a phone call and then I've got softball ladies piling up outside. We're going to open the door here at the break in just a second. Hey, you're in the yard. 
Uh, lost him. All right. Well, then here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the break a minute early, and we're going to go ahead and start piling in the uh, Eagles of Texas A&M Texarkana. It'll be the best-looking show we ever have. More of them and less of me. That's a good thing. We'll take a break. We're going to come right back, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. Can't find a trustworthy mechanic and repair shop for your vehicle? Check out Freeman's Auto Services on East Street. They've been around for over 40 years. Oil changes, brakes, front ends, motors, and rear axles, all are their specialty. Rates are unbeatable and repairs are done right. Locksmith TXK, known in the area for the best locks and safes for home and business, announces Free Key Friday. Every Friday, buy two keys and get the third one free. Car, truck, home, business, just about any key. Locksmith TXK and Liberty Safes of Texarkana. You found the right locksmith. I like to take on little home improvement projects. With the help from the folks in General Supply, I can handle most of the smaller ones. Always right there to answer any questions I have and show me what I need to do the job I'm trying to do. General Supply, 1019 Spruce Street, your local hometown hardware store. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. Does your church or business need an upgraded audio or video system? Well, ClearSound Audio Video has the products and expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials like Shure Micro starting at $40 and Electra Voice speakers starting at $299, you know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out ClearSound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Kennedy Lane and Cowhorn Creek. Welcome back. 15 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. <laughs> Zach and the professor. No professor today. He'll be back in tomorrow. Instead, we have a entire flock of eagles. How about that? The eagles fly in flocks? I don't even think so. They do now. They do now, yeah. The first voice you're hearing is Marie Stone. She is the coach of the uh, A&M Texarkana Eagles softball team, along with her Anna Westbury, Mackenzie Vitatow, Erica Richardson, uh, Macy Reeves, uh, Katie Slammer, and Coach Farfan. How about that? I did okay? All right, okay. It's not bad. It's quick having to remember names with a little bit I wrote down. You guys are huge today. You had a great weekend. You come out of the Red River Athletic Conference tournament as tournament champions. That's an automatic berth into the NAIA softball championship tournament. You get the first ever tournament title for the program in softball. 
you've had a school record of wins this year. You should have pitcher of the year in the conference. You should have MVP in the tournament in, in the conference this year between Anna and Katie. What else is there to do? Keep winning. <laughs> That's all? That's the goal. You guys met today, got together before four o'clock, three o'clock, whatever time. The NAI, which I thought was very cool. I watched it today at four o'clock. I thought it was a very cool presentation about the tournament announcement on who's going where. This is the first time you guys have been able to be part of it like this. I don't think have you ever done the national tournament before? No, this is a first for us. Uh, the university putting together the watch party in the gym was really awesome because it was able to be on the big screen. So um, all the players and then some of the employees from the school who were able to sneak away from their desks were able to join us and kind of watch. And it was really unique and interesting, I think, from our perspective because you get to see where everybody's going yeah and you hear the ranks and the numbers and you get to hear every single team's overall record which is they're all impressive mm -hmm. everybody that is playing deserves to be there right and this is what we have worked so hard for these young women have invested and worked they have invested so much time and they've worked so hard since august like this is the moment we have been preparing for and they have been working towards and now all their hard work you're getting to see yeah and this is where the fun part really starts now because like the stuff that was those were goals and almost expectations when you talk with them they're like yes this is what we're going to do we're just checking boxes right and now it's time to keep working now the we'll go to the tournament just passed and we'll come back around to the the, the national tournament the uh, red river athletic conference tournament you won the first game pretty easily and the second game took a seventh inning rally to come back and win, right? Go with the big hit with two outs in the bottom of the seventh, or we don't even, I mean, realistically, you've got one loss after the first two days. It gets to be a really difficult thing now. Well, going up even before Erica stepped up, like we looked at the lineup and we looked at what the hitters had been doing and looking on paper at our quality at batch charts and i'm like everybody's seen it i was like this is exactly where we want to be who's gonna who's gonna get it started and then who's gonna finish it right and erica got it started and then it was Alyssa, and then it was macy and then it was boom and then we're winning five yeah. four yeah two and oh it was awesome it was like, awesome. i just got goosebumps just thinking See, look it. at this I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start to say that may be the most important inning of the season is that possible I think they're all important. Well, I, I think know you're going to say that, Marie. You're, you know you're going to say that. They're all. You're not going to tell them there's one more than the other. That's a pretty important inning. Oh, for God's sakes, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, you go into the last one having to win two, the last day. you got to beat Our Lady of the Lake, who beat you earlier in the tournament. you got to win two. Now, you decide on pitching on this. Anna's going to get game one. McKenzie's going to get game two. Walk me through the thinking here. What's going on? Well, uh, McKenzie, we call her Z. So Z had pitched to them the day before. Right. And then so we knew we were going to start Anna game one. And then we were watching the game. And then you have to start also thinking ahead. Like you know that you have a second game coming at that point. And so Z came in and closed us out of game one. And then knowing that she had only pitched two innings, like, all right, we're going to start Z. And we had about three different pitching plans already in place in our head. 
and then Z just kept throwing and kept her pitch count down. We get a four inning, you know, we get a four pitch inning here. Then we get a six pitch inning. Then we get another five minute inning here. Make sure have thrown like ten pitches that time. And in like the fifth inning, she had only thrown maybe fifty pitches. Really. And then she just kept going, and it was like, well, all right, we're here for the Z show now. And then she just kept them at bay, and they just kept popping up and popping up and popping up. Defense played great. Grab a Mike McKenzie. McKenzie Vitatow, freshman pitcher, yes? Yes. Big game. Were you nervous going into the last game of the season, or so far of the season? Um, it, There's always going to be a little nerves going up there, but it's how you handle the pressure, and if you handle it the way we're – like basically working on all season right it's nothing i go into it thinking it's a game and i want to win it and i'm going to do what i need to to win it did it help you for game two to have pitched a little bit in game one or didn't it matter to be honest i didn't even remember that i pitched the two (laughs) innings before it was more of a i'm playing and i'm gonna do my best right if that's what it is going to do it's going to do it. And I knew that if I needed help, Anna was behind me, and all the right. other pitchers would have been behind me too. Excellent. Well, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Anna, jump in here for a second, because Anna Westbury, and I'm going to keep lobbying, 23-4 and four this year, right? Yes. You can pick that mic. Just pull it up. Oh, there okay. you go. Yeah. You're not going to break it. 23-4. and four. Yep. Uh, no, I, I, I looked it up before I got you in here. Do you remember the four schools that beat you? Because they always say you remember losses more than wins. Yeah, it was Central Methodist. I want to say UNT. You in Southwest? Southwest? No, A and M. A and M San Antonio. A and M San Antonio. Right. And there's one more that was in Gulf Shores. I can't remember. It was that whole weekend. Avila, was, something like that. Wasn't that the first one? First game of the season. Yeah. 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 Avila. Yep. Those were probably really hard losses for me because I really wanted. I really wanted to beat them because they were. Most of them, for the most part, they were like very aggressive teams, right? And I really wanted, I really wanted to win. So seeing that kind of was like, oh, I got to get back on it next next time. We got a chance to, to call some of your games this year. Middle of the season looked like you were a strikeout machine, and it looked like you were striking out less batters. Was that a kind of a tactical thing? Did you start trusting them maybe a little bit more, or was your arm just starting to lose a little bit of velocity by the end of the year? Um, it was more of a trust thing. I struggle with having trust because I've always had to care I've always had to you know carry my own weight and it's nice to finally be on a team that I finally can look at and say I have they have my back no matter what so seeing them make plays and for me and me making plays for them it's huge so first game for you maybe not the first one but the second game you, you had an uncharacteristic number of walks didn't you like five walks in that game yes yeah what happened um his zone was a little tight, but um, I was just my I was just feeling it off my fingers. It just felt good, and they were going through, and he would he had it a little tight, and that's something I can't control. But it is what it is. But you bounce back through a two hitter in the back. next one, yes. Yep. So there you go, and congratulations, pitcher of the tournament. Thank you. Appreciate it. You fired up for the next round? I am. Right. Very. We're going to come back around you. Erica Richardson, MVP. Don't make the mistake of saying offensive MVP. MVP <laughs> of the Red River Athletic Conference Tournament. Uh, you and I talked earlier. We had a great time visiting when we, do the, when we did a baseball game. I know you were very emotional about finishing off this season. You get to carry it at least for another couple of games and hopefully another couple of weeks. What's, what's going on in your head right now? 
Uh, I'm just so proud of this team. We've worked so hard, and we've done such a good job of just working together, and we're just not done yet. Not even close. Not even close. Are you happy with the draw, the tournament draw? Are you? Any draw would have been perfect. And it wouldn't have mattered. No. Got anybody in particular you want to see, like in the finals? Everyone. Everyone. (laughs) You don't even care. No. Is that just cloud nine right now? It is. It really is. (laughs) Talk to me. Go back to the inning that Coach Stone says wasn't that important, (laughs) just like any other inning. But you let off with two outs, or you, you went up with two outs already in that inning. Are you processing, oh my gosh, we can't lose this game. I got to do something here. Or are you just calm? Um, honestly, I was just calm. Um, I knew that our team does a really good job with working with two outs. And it was my job, like, after that point, just to get something done and get us going in for the team. So calm and cool and collected. Nice. When, because you came out, right? They brought a runner in for yes. you. Yes. When the run came across and tied it up. Are you losing your mind? Yes, absolutely. I was so excited. I was like, she has to get across. She just has to get across. So, um, yeah, that was awesome. You went from calm to a head case. Right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I can see that. Nice. All right, you've got with you a couple more teammates. I want to make sure we get everybody in here. Macy, come on in. How? Get up there close. Now, Macy, didn't, we did this together, didn't we? <laughs> yes. Yes, you know how this works. I'm sorry. All right, so what's going on with you right now? Did you jump in the – you didn't jump in the pond, did you? It's only seniors. No, I'm the one that made the bet for them to jump in the pond. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Walk me through this. Well, Erica right here didn't want to jump in the pond because they're like city girls. And babies. So they're babies. I was just saying, okay, well, if we win the conference tournament, you'll have to jump in. And she's like, if we don't win, then the rest of the team has to jump in. Ooh. And so we shook on it, and we won. So they nice. had to jump in. Did you tell her about the gator? No, I said there was a snake. Oh, there's lots of snakes, but I mean, the alligator. You didn't tell them about the alligator in the pond? No, they wouldn't have jumped. Uh, really? <laughs> They're Come scared. On. Now, Anna's talking trust earlier. When you and I visited before, you kind of made that, that point as well. This is a really close-knit team, isn't it? Yes, sir. How'd this happen? Well, I feel like we're really close off the field, too. So we just like to be around each other. We like to talk about the game. We like to talk about life and... We just all have like the similar goals, so it just makes us close. Winning the NAIA championship is that a goal? Yes. Everybody's got that one. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> we got to get Katie in real fast. All right, Katie Slammer, who is basically, if you've never been to an A and M softball game, then you're missing the best off the field entertainment there is. It's not the game, and the game's great. No, tr- they're going to the championship. It's the it's the in the dugout cheering for Katie Slammer. How did you get to be the star of every time you come up to the plate, they continue to make a new cheer-up for you? I do not know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, you act like it bothers you. In fact, both these girls, when I talked to them, said, yeah, she acts like it bothers her, but it really doesn't. Um, I don't... (laughs) I don't really have... I don't know. (laughs) What did you say the first time this started? Um... I thought it was really cool and creative. Um, yeah. I yeah. thought it was funny. It I was funny. It. It's hilarious. The other team, like, the um, catchers will come up and be like, oh, that's so cool. Like, how do they make that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> one of them one day just came up with it, and I was, we just rolled with it. Who's so. the ringleader? Who came up with it first? SK. You got to tell people who that is. Oh, Sierra Coupier. Sierra came up with it. Mm-hmm. And so when you went back to the dugout, were you like, what were you guys doing? <laughs> Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I just, I let them know. I was like, that's great. Like, they were 
totally caught off guard, so just keep going. <laughs> Are you ready for big accolades? I mean, you, you honestly should be the conference MVP. I don't know how it's going to vote out, but I, in my mind, I think you should be. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Coach Farfan, grab a microphone. you got to save us. We're dying here. <laughs> what do you think about this group? Uh, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun to be around. They're a lot of fun to compete with, compete against. Uh, they work really hard, and every day, I mean, we just talk about, like, enjoying the moment, enjoying every single moment that you have, you know, to wear a uniform, do you have to stand next to your teammates, um, you know, leave things better than you found them, thank who you're supposed to, you know, who your families. We had so much family support this weekend. Like, we could not have done it without the support of our parents. Um, they and were it's a awesome. long way down. You guys it went to was. Our Lady of the Lake, which is Houston, right? Uh, San, San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio, I'm sorry. Yeah. San Antonio. They were awesome. And they're already looking forward. To, they're asking for details. You know, oh, I'm how sure. are we going to get there? Like, what day do we start? I'll call into work. Whatever, whatever it takes, they're here. Galvan's got to get a bus together. He's going to have to have a bus to take all the fans down to or up to Oklahoma City. I'm going to, hey, he's supposed to be in here tomorrow. I'll work on him. Okay? Sounds great. All right. Marie Stone, back around to you. You guys had the, the watch party today. And this is so frustrating because watching the thing today, I'm waiting, where are the Eagles? Where are the Eagles? All right, we got through the Chippewa and the whatever, all the different regions. I'm waiting. I'm like, Did you guys not get in? I saw Our Lady of the Lake earlier. I'm like, they took the break, second half of the bracket coming. I'm like, come on. Oh, I know. The last bracket? And you could, like, feel the anticipation, like, building. Like, we're sitting there, and we're in, I think Coach and I are kind of, like, silently keeping count. Like, okay, that's the fourth bracket. <laughs> There's the fifth. What? Commercial break. I know, okay, right? Be calm, be calm. Six, seventh, eighth, ninth. Well, here we go. What do we got? Yeah, and they, after the commercial break, they had kind of conceded that they were like, we're going to be last. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they just decided we were going to be last. Now, your bracket has, and I had it written down someplace, you have Oklahoma City, who's the host school for you guys, and then uh, uh, William Woods, no idea. Uh, They're out of Missouri. Okay. And you guys get Eastern Oregon. Right. Out of the, uh, what, Cascade Collegiate Conference. Yes. You know anything about them? A little bit. Um, I actually coached up in Oregon three years. Did you? Uh, We were a Division II school that I coached at, but... Uh, I knew the NAIs pretty well because we would play them a lot in preseason. Eastern Oregon for Cascade Conference, the Cascade Conference, if I'm correct, has three teams representing them this year. Um, And hopefully we can get some additional information with some people that I still know up that direction in the Pacific Northwest. Isn't Oregon Tech hosting? I think they've got one of the the hosts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought so so too. And so is Southern. Yeah, so it's very competitive obviously in that mm-hmm. part of the country wow okay so game do we know when i know we're starting next monday monday uh first game that we will play will open the tournament we will play at 11 okay a.m all right and then those will be the only two games that day so the oklahoma city william woods will play after us okay and then depending on the bracket it goes from there so it's a double elimination right Mm -hmm. four team double elimination winner take all winner advance all right and when we win that next is where columbus Mm -hmm. columbus georgia for the actual 10 teams come into columbus georgia bracket them up double elimination again time to play ball time Mm -hmm. to play ball so win two go to columbus or win three i guess go to columbus Mm -hmm. and go ahead and win the whole thing there I like the way you think. Well, that's the only way to think. (laughs) Is anybody thinking anything different? No. All right. Well, awesome. You didn't jump in the pond, did you? All right. They made. (laughs)
<laughs> they made they made another bet. Well, let's let's Macy, have a come on, come on Macy. <laughs> The deal maker. When we win the regional tournament, okay. we're all jumping in. The seniors get to watch us, even the coaches. When Okay, one more time. When we win the regional, everybody's jumping in except the seniors and the coaches? Yes. So no, everyone, the, the coaches have to jump with oh, us. Everyone's going in. But, Whole team. No, the seniors no. already jump, so they don't have to jump again. Okay, so everybody watch. but the seniors jumps the next yeah, time. Yeah, the next bet was mm-hmm. for the rest of us to jump since they jumped today. And what happens if we don't win? Then who jumps? Well, <laughs> that's kind of a bet. If there's two, there's got to be like two things. That's not an option. So oh, okay. We don't really have to talk about that. All one. right. Well, are, are you thinking ahead to the next bet about the national championship? You need to think about that one. Well, that one is everyone together. Yeah. See, Anna. That's yeah. why she's the MVP kind of thing. She gets it just like that. Yeah, that's smart. I think we ought to throw uh, Galvan and Wace in. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. like I said earlier, I like the way you think. Everyone. <laughs> Beautiful. Department-wide. There you go. All right, that's the ladies from Texas A&M, Texarkana's Eagles softball team. They are uh, not only bound for the NAIA regional tournament, or not regional tournament, but the, I guess, national tournament, but they're also the conference champions in the Red River Athletic Conference. Regular season as well as tournament champions, both, Yes. Or are you co-champs with because we got divisions? We won our side of the division, okay. but we came in second overall okay. based on record. And by the way, Our Lady of the Lake is in as well. Correct. So mm-hmm. we get maybe a chance to see them again, which would be all kinds of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, their coach and I, we actually talked, and we kind of laughed and was like, all right, see you in a couple of weeks again. Exactly. Perfect. I like how you think. Mm-hmm. We're done. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Riley Fincher from Pleasant Grove is on deck. He's waiting out in the hall. Thanks so much again to Marie Stone, Anna Westbury, Mackenzie Vitatow, Erica Richardson, Macy Reeves, Katie Slammer, and Coach Farfan. How about that? I did that very well, didn't I? Yes, Without sir. even looking. Thank you. Appreciate you very much. Thanks, Thank ladies. You. Thank you We're going to take a break. We'll come right back on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Are you looking to upgrade your home theater or audio system? Well, Clear Sound Audio Video has the products and expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials like Samsung TVs starting at $319 and Eclipse speakers starting at $250 a pair, you know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out Clear Sound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Kennedy Lane and Cowhorn Creek. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. When you want to look good, the best place in Texarkana with those hot magazine cover clothes is GQ Look. The best looks in top name fashions and accessories. Names like Steve Harvick, Stacey Adams, In Search, and many more. 213 East Broad Street since 1983. Ivan Smith Furniture has exactly what you're looking for. Living room, bedroom, dining room, kids room, office, even outdoor 
furniture, plus mattresses, accents, and entertainment centers, financing, delivery, online bill pay, and so much more. Ivan Smith Furniture, with locations in Texarkana, Hope, and Atlanta. Hey guys, if you need help buying clothes for the lady in your life, relax. Bransford's Fashions can guide you through the process painlessly, and they also have gift certificates. Bransford's Fashions, 1019 North Kings Highway in Nash. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. Ah, the McDonald's frappe. That little frozen, frothy, foamy, whip-topping break in your day. Is it any wonder that frappe kind of rhymes with happe, which kind of reminds you of appe, which reminds you that you can get a medium frappe without pay when you order anything off the McDonald's app, A. The absolute no pay on the app, A, deal. Get a free medium frappe with purchase on the McDonald's app. Hooray! Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One-time use only through 531.22 at participating McDonald's. McDonald's app download and registration required. Welcome back. 23 minutes till 6 o'clock leaving the yard. Normally we'd say Zach and the professor. It's just Zach, though. The professor will be back tomorrow. We'll do some more tomorrow. We've got Riley Fincher sitting in here right now, though, who's already – he's walked in the door and he's busting my chops about the Packers, which is so unfair. It could be worse. could be Cowboys. You're a Cowboy fan? Yes. You're a Cowboy fan. I grew up – same thing. Same, same thing with you. You grew up with the Packers or grew up with the Cowboys? Yeah, but, you know – you're you're an adult now. At least the Packers. You, you have the you have the ability to make choice. It's free will. I know, and you just watch them in the NFC Championship every year, going maybe next year, maybe next year. The but Cowboys you know, just give you that hope. They're like, yeah, not says, even close. Yeah, I, I don't know if you listen. First segment, I was talking about the mayor of Dallas wants another team. I saw that today. What is that? I saw that today, and I, and technically not Dallas. You know, they're everybody spread out there. They're Arlington. I mean, where are you going to put them? One, where are you going to put them? Hey, and why? Build them a stadium. Put it, put it in Highland Park. And why? Do you, there's no room there. <laughs> but why do they? They don't need that. Well, yeah, they do. No, they don't. They're the. Th- they're about to be third largest city in the country. I saw that. They I, need two teams. They, they've got. They've got two teams. They've got the Cowboys. They've got the Mavericks. They've got the Rangers. <laughs> they've got all those teams. They got see, the Stars. See, that's. I think it's good for Jerry to have a little in town uh, little competition. You and I both know. Never let that happen. Why wouldn't he? He'll never let Steinbrenner. That happen. A lot. That's Mets. He'll never. Jerry will never let that happen. Ever, that's why ever. he's Jerry. That's why he's got exactly. the most valuable franchise that's in the exactly in the right. world. He'll never let it happen. Oh, it's good to see you. Same here. Well, let's let's. Well, first of all, talk about the end, obviously, because yep. this weekend was not the way anybody anticipated or wanted things to go. Certainly, you come off of a state championship last year. You're preseason ranked up number one. I, I hate that. I hate the fact that. Yeah, Rankings suck because rankings put a target on your back automatically, don't they? Well, rankings are fun for the fans, for guys like you to get to talk about and everything. Yeah. But, you know, we talk about the expectations all the time. We don't shy away from them. Nope. We talk about them. You know, the expectations are here because of what our kids have done, you know, uh, embrace them. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, last weekend, it uh, didn't happen in our favor. And there's a lot of situations in the games you go back and look at could have happened. But, you know, uh, last weekend, just it wasn't our time, you know. Uh, 
I thought our kids did everything uh, right throughout the whole year, and it was just one of those uh, seasons. It was up and down, you know, a lot of this, a lot of that, but, you know, still wouldn't trade our kids. Our kids are amazing kids. They're going to go off and do great things. Our seniors that graduated, we had uh, two more of them who graduated uh, in the top six. And mm. it seems like every year yeah. that's just top ten graduates, guys going off, guys coming to the program that are kind of, you know, feeling their way out and they leave here as men. So that's what it's all about. You know, the win-losses, uh, they hurt. But we told those kids uh, they're not – defined by a loss just like last year they're not defined by a win no nope. you know they're defined by how they handle themselves uh outside uh and now when they're they're going off to college and going from there so uh that's yeah a, it's that's a great way you put it though they're not defined by the loss any more than they're defined by the win i mean it's it's something to look back on as as adults later on but they're not defined by that. And we define them so much by that we define them by if there's a w next to them we outside of you guys unfortunately make that distinction and define them by that it's unfair and they're kids but it's it's the way we've done society and to keep holding on to saying you're not defined by the fact you won a ring last year any more than you're defined by you lost this weekend to Kilgore that's if you approach it that way and they buy into it that way then they're then they're going to be good guys later on yeah they are and you know like I said I'm like everybody else in this profession I'm as competitive as anybody want to win our kids want to win our school our community uh, every time we step out there, we want to win and represent everybody in the right way. But uh, could not be more proud of the guys they are. The the hardest thing for me, like everybody else, is they're leaving. But yep. you know, my son is in the seventh grade now, and he's still he comes out to practice every day, and he's he's more attached to them now than he was uh, nine years ago, just because he's older and he understands them. Right. So it broke his heart uh, to see those those parents who've been there for four years some of them there six seven years with multiple kids that's the yeah. hard part about it you know we've we, tony and i were talking about yesterday going down to austin and, and getting knocked out in the state semifinal game i don't think there's anything worse than that I, and I, you're gonna probably argue and those kids are gonna argue today i'd rather have been down there than lose this weekend but i don't believe that there's any you had a three-game series this weekend you get you go down there, and two hours later, the season's over, and you're just looking around, going, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah, uh, it's it just feels so fast and surreal. Uh, me and Joe actually talked about that because you know Joe had an opportunity to go as a coach last yeah. year and had an opportunity to go as a player, and uh, he went twice as a his freshman and senior year, yep. and, and we talked about it that like you know it is kind of crazy when you go down there and you're playing semifinals and all the hoopla, and the last year or in '17 when we were there, it was three to one ball game and yep. there's a the first pitch and an hour and seven minutes later it's over and you're like that was two great teams that played and somebody got a hit and someone didn't it's over and so it it does go fast it's kind of surreal when it ends like that but you never want to see a season end um just because you're you get so attached to a team and we tell them all the time you have to embrace the team this year because this is the last year the only year that this full team will be together That's right. i think and I, and I told them this after the game our coaches did I told our seniors, I said, just look back on this, and as you move forward in life, uh, do me a favor. Today's society is all about looking forward. What's the next best thing? What's Embrace the opportunity, the present. Live in the present because, you know, the good Lord, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we've gotten so ahead of ourselves. What's the next big thing What's the, instead of embracing where we are now? Was that hard for you? But I ask it like that. Was it hard for you, like having a state championship last year, is it hard to embrace the moment and just 
revel in the fact that we just accomplished something amazing, or is it? Well, I got this many guys that are graduating, and I got to figure out who's going to be my who's going to be my my third starter, or who's going to be my first guy out of the bulb. I mean, your job never ends. Yeah, it keeps cycling through. But do you ever take that time or feel yourself like I need to take some time to slow down and enjoy this? Well, you know, I don't think last year it was anybody can tell you when they've been there whether you win at all you don't when the season's over it seems like it was the fastest season ever but uh it's crazy you say that because in the summertime last year i went on vacation with my family kind of nice. get away uh did all that and then when school started this year in about september october i was given four flash drives or i think yeah four flash yeah. drives i plugged them in my computer and it was pictures videos throughout not just a state tournament but the whole season oh great and kind of got to sit back ref- oh, yeah. you know reflect watch different angles watch all that and that was cool to see cool to see different angles that i don't normally get to see yep. uh and, and experience it and live it like that but <laughs> somebody asked me the other day and uh it was actually uh jennings blake jennings from the time we left last year i still have the lineup card, the ball. I haven't gotten out. It's still in my bag. Right. <laughs> last year. And I had all the intention how you're going to put it in your office, sure. do all this, yes. and just life happens and go. But uh, like I said, same thing. Uh, we're not defined on wins and losses. No. Nope. It's, it's awesome to talk about. It's sure. awesome to be a part of it, those those kids. But we're defined on how how we are as, as men, as husbands, as fathers, as sons, with these guys that are graduating. There's no doubt in my mind that they're going to go off and be great, men because of what we've seen them do and sacrifice the last four years riley fincher joining us pleasant groves head baseball coach how many seniors are you losing this year uh nine 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 seniors that will uh, starters will lose josh brown behind the plate right. uh, uh galvan at first and pitching alex galvan uh go the outfield uh brock bearden in center field was out there for three years uh, Traveler Couch played first in right field for us, and then a couple arms. Uh, Blake Jennings uh, being the one that everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Hutchinson on the mound, and Murray, Aiden Murray, uh, a guy that I tell people all the time came in as a freshman. If he wasn't left-handed, probably wouldn't have been in our program. Sure, worked his butt off to be a big contributor for us, and then had Ryan Leach and Adam Stone, two other seniors who just uh, throughout the whole year they persevered, persevered right. through high school and got to be a big part of it, and you know. Every group special because it's that only. Like I said That's it's it. only six to seven months you're around yep. them. It's special, but uh, you know we'll miss those guys. Hopefully they'll come back and see. You know we have a lot to still come back and practice. There was some of it at the field today. Hayden Kohler's up there. Uh, he's up there hitting, and so is Alex Murphy. Just you know preparing for their summers. Crazy. Do you like them playing uh, Dixie AAU whatever? Do you like them playing summer stuff, or do you prefer they took the summer off? Play. Play. You, know, you want I, to play? I, I, I loved playing. And I think the more you play, the more your skill set. I mean, this game is such a skill game yep. that you have to hone your skills. And, you know, you see people all the time that were great when they were 9, 10, 11, 12. I'm going to take a couple years off. I don't want to do this. And then you get 15, 16, and the skill set is yep. not as strong as it once was. And that's why those guys on TV are playing every day because they work on their skill every single day. But also – we got to take time to be kids, you know, go on vacation, play other sports. Yep. You know, if it's in if it's in your heart to play other sports, go play them. I like to play all three. Uh, a lot of our guys, they play all of them, and I think every sport that you play, it helps you in the next sport that's coming up. They all translate to each other. Yeah, I like the fact you talked earlier about you've got a couple guys in the top ten 
in the graduating class again. And, and of all the example things you want to set for the freshmen, the, the eighth graders coming up, you're looking at this guy who, yeah, you know what's out on the field every day, and yeah, he shows up in the classroom every day. He's not just worrying about baseball; he's worrying about the rest of his stuff. That's a huge thing, I think, for a program. It too. is huge. Uh, and Brock Bearden, he 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 graduated number two. He missed it by one of those point something teeny tiny yeah. points. Uh, Nathan <laughs> Hutchinson was number six. They're nice. both going to college for free. Yeah. on their academics, and then you go back each year. I think last year we had four. Um, the 20 season it, with the COVID, I honestly can't remember right. of how it was you don't want to remember <laughs> i know the 17 year uh i believe we had six or seven it was phenomenal when you're reading that stuff out on senior night yeah. uh everybody's just kind of in awe and you're you sitting puff there, up a little bit i don't because i'm you like they're, they're a lot smarter than me no but you're part of that but to see the work that, that they put you know people don't see the work no nope. you no know, everybody sees the product that's out yep. there but they're going to school for eight hours. They're practicing for two and a half, three hours, going home and studying, studying on the road. That's why our kids are so special. Tell you what, let's take a break. we got to come back and talk about a very important vote that happened on Saturday and how that's going to affect Pleasant Grove's baseball and softball program as well. We'll take the time out. We'll come right back, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor. Well, not professor. He's Professor Riley Fincher today. How about that? Coach of the Hawks. We'll come right back. In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title, with over 150 years title experience, handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. Wingstop now has three locations, 4501 North State Line, Suite 106, 2700 Richmond Road, and 4444 West 7th. Wingstop, hot wings, they start at mild and they go all the way up to atomic, plus barbecue, garlic parmesan, Hawaiian, lemon pepper, spicy Korean, Louisiana rub, and sides. You can get fries all sorts of different ways, veggie sticks, Cajun fried corn, and finished with a triple chocolate chunk brownie. Wingstop, 4501 North State Line, Suite 106, 2700 Richmond Road, and 4444 West 7th Street. High tech, low tech, big or small, high tech signs can do them all. Hi, Russell Sparks here, owner of High Tech Signs, and I'm here to connect your customers to you. Need an electronic message center? We can handle that. Your sign's looking dim or need service? We can repair that. Need some vinyl lettering or a banner? We can do that too. So remember, high tech, low tech, big or small, high tech signs can do them all. High tech signs, connecting your customers to you. 903-838-8999 or visit hightechsignstxk.com. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. When your car's not running right, that's just the worst, isn't it? Nobody wants to get in a car not knowing if it's going to get you where you need to go. Trust the folks at Anderson Automotive, 804 Spruce Street, to keep your car running right with their professional mechanics and full line of automotive repair. If you're remodeling a bathroom or building a new house and you need a shower door or shower enclosure or maybe custom mirrors or just what you need. Texarkana Glass can help you turn your place into a relaxing oasis. Find them online at texarkanaglasscompany.com or on Facebook. 
Does your car make more noise going down the road than a Sherman tank? Sounds like you need a new muffler, maybe even an entire exhaust system. Take it to Ray's Muffler, 801 East 7th Street in Texarkana, specializing in custom exhausts since 1965. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. How about if I turn on the microphones? There we go. Uh, eight minutes till 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor uh, here on the fan. Tony Kirk back tomorrow. Riley Fincher, Pleasant Grove's baseball coach, is sitting in with us today. Uh, were you nervous about Saturday's bond election? Did you figure, like, the community is going to back this thing and we're going we're gonna to be good to go? You know, honestly, you know, I, I voted early, did all that. and Early uh, and often. Uh, her, voted, <laughs> voted early. Uh, wasn't really thinking about it with our playoff games and everything after it was over was thinking about it and then you know we kept getting updates of yep. text and as the reports were coming in but you know we we were pretty confident that the community was going to come through and i think it it helped that there's so much it's going to affect not just athletics but it's going to hit every campus oh, yeah. needs extracurriculars everywhere and it's going to be uh it's going to be special to see you know yep. hope now it's just now everybody's itching you know oh yeah everybody's like hey when's it going to start when's when are they going to move start? dirt yeah. so it's going to be exciting times. Well, let's talk about this for a minute because for the, as, as long as I've been around Pleasant Grove, baseball's been over at the middle school. I mean, it just is mm-hmm. what it is. It was over at Leon Blake forever over at the middle school. I saw Leon the other day, actually. Um, how awkward has that been for you guys to move kids from the high school over there? I know you've been doing it forever, right. but but still, it's a pain in the neck, isn't it? It's, um, you know, you lose about an hour of yeah. practice time with them traveling to get over there and fortunately we've never had any issues with that you know we've we've taken a bus over there for some younger kids before um but i told somebody the other day this is my fifth school district i think i've been at total never had an on-campus facility really never been a part of on-campus facility wow um it's i love where our field is i love the backdrop of the trees oh yeah um we've talked about we're going to keep that look and do whatever we can but uh it'll be I guess it'll be surreal, you know. It'll it'll be one of those things as the dirt is being dug and seeing it, you're like, is it really gonna happen? Is it really gonna happen? But to, <laughs> I think to have everything on campus, yeah, you know, will be huge. Um, the the work and that we'll be able to have in the fall, I think that'll be a big plus. No uh, kidding. You know that we're able to go out there and steal 30 minutes in the fall, 45 yep. minutes during the period, and really get some work done that way. Now, what's the the time turnaround here are they going to start work this summer are we looking two years down the road what's, um, what's the plan i think that we're trying to start as, as fast as possible uh i was talking today with josh and you know he's he's just like me it's like whirlwind yeah, let's go <laughs> everybody's coming here and all that and so um within the next couple of weeks everybody will sit down right you know hey this is where we're going this is the direction we're going in we're going here what ideas do you have sure um me selfishly uh and I'm gonna add, I'm gonna make them tell me no, and I yeah. know they're gonna tell me no, no on a lot no. of stuff. That's exactly but, the way to do it. But that's what everybody's gonna do, yeah. you know. And there's so much. There's only a certain amount that's that uh, that is allocated for us and softball, and, right? You know, a new track over there, and uh, what we're gonna do with the cafeteria and the CTE and all that. And 
the logistics of it as far as what companies are doing what i don't know i i, I know that we've been talking to certain companies about what we're going to get going i've talked to a lot of my friends in the profession of what they have and uh my one of my real good friends in lufkin john cobb they mm-hmm. just got a brand new facility and we played down there and it is phenomenal and i called him today and i was like hey our bond passed what would you change if on yours if you could perfect and he gave me some ideas because yep. i was like there's always it's just like a house you build a house you get done you want something different oh yeah so i asked him some ideas he told me some stuff that he would change about his that he would like and so we think we're going to have a really great spot a good setup um it'll definitely be great uh as early as it starts in february and runs through right now on uh on rainy seasons yeah. of being able to play oh. uh so we're going to do everything we can to make it a beautiful place. How much of your time have you spent manicuring? A lot. I mean, that's that's a really lot. the big thing. I've talked to John McClure about this, too, over at Texas High, and, and the conversation about how much of your day or week is dedicated to taking care of that field that all of a sudden you won't have to do anymore. Can you even imagine it's, not being out on a mower? No, there's people that I've talked you know, the, the mowing, the dragging, the edging, the, yeah. the weed eating. You know, in our maintenance department, they do – stuff in the outfield and all that uh but i've talked to other people that have gotten new facilities and i said what's the biggest thing goes, it's added eight to ten years of my career yeah you just don't think about it you know practice over sweep a little bit here clean up your dugouts get out when you what know, are you gonna but, have the kids do after games? I, 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 i've got to find something to do because <laughs> everybody's got their jobs but you know that's the you look you know we play home games at seven o'clock yeah and i get out there at, uh one or one thirty mow the field mow the foul territory paint get all that stuff water then our bp then yeah. water and get it set up again and by the time the game starts you're like you're like you know what when this bond passes these this community is gonna have something they're gonna be proud of yeah and these kids are gonna have yeah. unbelievable ownership of it and proud of it and so it'll be a great place it'll, i think it'll bring more high school action sure. to Texarkana because we're never able to host just because where we're at but now right. I think people will come this area we've talked about this Tony and I have repeatedly over the years about and especially this year once the first domino falls the expectation probably is going to be the others will as well uh, once you guys begin the process, and you have, you pass the bond, you're going to have a turf field on both baseball and softball. And by the way, congratulations, Becca Column and, and the softball doing, girls who are doing. They're doing great, and they're going, they're going to keep rolling this weekend. They got a big series. Yep. And, you know, we're rooting for them. But once the first domino falls, the expectation is the others are going to probably have to follow because, after all, we're in an arms race in everything. It feels like in in academics, athletics, theater, you name it. Um, do you see the others going as well quickly? If you know, I've talked to all of them about it, and everybody's always said, "I wish somebody'd get it first. Yeah. So, but if if you're going to tell me that John's going to give up that luscious field that he has with that grass and the maintain that he does, it's you know, it's second to none. Yeah. The surface out there, but um, you just mentioned all the work that goes into it. Though. I know, it, and it is a lot of work, right. but it's satisfying when you're done with it. You know, when you're done with it and you see it, and then same thing with Zach. Uh, you know they just you know they've enhanced theirs with the new wall and right. new fence oh, and yeah. it looks great out there too but his is like ours when you know when it rains his outfield is soaked and so i definitely think it is because it's our sport and baseball is catching up to football 20 years ago this is what football is doing one or two schools got it and then it just boom, boom, boom indoor facility turf on it's the field yep, so here now we go. we're going this way uh in baseball and you know there's nothing like a fresh cut grass yep dirt but it's so it's needed it is so needed yeah. for what we do and like i said for what we're going to be able to bring to Texas Canada with summer tournaments 
um, with high school games that will come around here. It's going to be huge for our school and community. I hear you're doing a, a camp this summer. We are. We are. We're doing camps everywhere, and, you know, the one over there is going to be huge. Yeah. And, um, just honored to be a part of, of all of that. And, you know, we're actually still going to have our camp at uh, – uh, at our baseball field at Hawk Field on June 20th and 21st. Uh, we'll be doing that. All that's on pghawks.com for all of our camps. So it's going – hopefully the weather cools down a little bit because it's already starting to feel like summer out there right now. There you go. i got to let you go. It's already 6 o'clock. I went long. That's all right. Riley Fincher, it's great seeing you, my friend. I appreciate you, Chuck. Thanks for we'll having me. We'll get you in again, okay? Absolutely. All right. We're done for today. Appreciate the ladies over at Texas A&M, Texarkana. Riley Fincher at Pleasant Grove. Full show today. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll do it again here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079.